Imagine a recovering alcoholic whose friends are not such good friends. They want him back in the gang. They want him to revert to his old ways, drink with them a little bit, and just one drink, maybe two. And you know, he tells them the first time very kindly and politely that you know he does not want to be in that place anymore. He really doesn't want to drink again. And he knows in his heart that's not the kind of person he wants to be. And so he tells them, I really don't want to drink anymore. And they pester him a little bit. And they bother him, you know, and everything in good spirit. And he tells them twice, three times, I really don't want to drink anymore. And then eventually, you know, they continue to bug him about it. You know, they fool around, you know, they mock him a little bit. They make fun of him. They bully him a little bit. And, you know, it's starting to get on his nerves. But he's, you know, holding, you know, he's holding his own. But they keep on going. Eventually, they are bullying him. They're harassing him, threatening him if, he, if he's not going to drink with them. And eventually, they come to blows with one another. He decides he can't take it anymore. These people are no good. He doesn't want to have anything to do with them. But they keep following him, and they keep threatening him, and they keep showing him the alcohol, and it's getting to him, and his desire for it is, is only increasing. He doesn't know what to do, and he decides one night, you know what, I'm going to get them good. And he goes out to the car when they're at the bar, and he goes to the back of their car, and he just grabs their entire stash of alcohol, and he just brings it back to his house. Mm, that's it. He's got all of their alcohol. Now, obviously, he has not solved the problem. In fact, we would say this is kind of silly. You know, the problem is sitting there right there in front of him. And something like this kind of happens in this week's Parsha. When the Bnei Israel go to war with Midian to avenge the wrath of Hashem and really of themselves in this war. Midian, who had coerced them with Moab, sending the women to seduce the Bnei Israel, And then at the very end of the war, what does Moshe Rabbeinu come back to find among the captives? A bunch of Midianite women. And Moshe Rabbeinu is reasonably angered. Don't you guys realize the, the, the problem still right here in front of you. And sometimes, you know, the worst mistakes we make are the ones that we repeat after getting sidetracked and distracted. And we think we have a whole game plan developed so that we can succeed in our battle against the Eight Sahara, whatever it may be. And we allow the Eight Sahara to walk right in. You know, we we put up a surveillance camera and leave the door unlocked, and the Eight Sahara is right there. What do you expect to happen? And this happens because we do often lose the forest for the trees. It is a hesechadas, something that often happens during the summer. A hesechadas, a mental lapse. We get distracted, and when we get distracted, we lose sight of the bigger picture. And that's exactly what happened to the Bnei Israel in Parshas Matos. 
leaving the same women that seduce them to engage in Avodazara, and there they are among the captives. And it happened once again because we lost sight of the greater picture. We forgot who we were fighting in the battle against the Eight Sahara. Fighting against the Eight Sahara while punching ourselves in the face. It's not helpful. When we look at Parshas Masay, Parshas Masay, which tells us about the roadmap of the Bnei Israel, it gives us a sense of the larger picture. And that larger picture is the, is the picture that we have to have in our minds. When we make a game plan, when we're fighting the Eight Sahara, any time that we have a problem that we want to work on in Ruchnias, in Avodos Hashem, if we're not learning enough Torah, if we're not davening with enough kavana, if we keep on giving in to the same Yetzir Hara. So the question is, where do we want to be? Look at your starting point and decide where you want to be. Because if you do not do that, then of course you're not going to have a way. If you do not have a scale, good luck losing any weight. If you don't know where the starting point is, you don't know what your end goal is, then of course you're not going to succeed. You're going to fight a battle and you're just going to be hitting yourself. We have to have that larger picture in mind and not lose the forest for the trees. And with this focus, we will develop a thorough game plan against the Eight Sahara. We will not repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again. But Hashem, we will rise to the occasion. We will succeed in all areas of Avodah Hashem.